I still have to come back to music. It's it's like a magnet. Every time mm. I'm away from it, my I became a, another person, mm. and I'm back with it. I'm back with my instrument. I'm back in the routine that I'm practicing. I'm doing. I'm planning for the future in music. Then I become me again. Today I'm talking to pianist Donna Chan. Donna, it's so lovely to speak to you here on Zoom. Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, the last, uh, well, we, we see each other in Vienna, but but um, I did your photograph also for the project Moments in Lockdown, and it was so lovely. I always remember the ice cream you gave me. <laughs> <laughs> on, the hot, really on the hot day. <laughs> but... Um, Donna, I would love to speak to you about your your career as a pianist. And uh, I just also have to say to you that you are absolutely my highlight on Instagram stories. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you always make me smile. Um, and uh, but but you are uh, in Vienna and and the last time I spoke to you, you were still studying at at MDV. Yes, I'm still actually studying in MDV. Mm. Yes. And what is now, what are you doing? What uh, you're a pianist, but what are you studying at the moment? I'm, uh, I'm studying right now the pedagogic, uh, pedagogy piano, I think. Okay. This is how mm -hmm. it's called in English. Yes. Okay. Where did your um, love for music start when you were a child? Oh, that's actually a very interesting question for me. As mm -hmm. you can see, I'm Asian. Yeah. Yeah, so love didn't start at the beginning. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was much more... Um, it's, uh, my mom actually forced me to study, uh, to learn the piano back then because as every Asian kid should learn an instrument. I mean, like, it's, of course, it's not a must, but we all say, like, oh, every Asian kid should learn an instrument, and in the end, that this this oh, I'm so sorry, I'm really bad at no. <laughs> so yeah, my mom actually forced me into learning the piano, and my grandma also helped in it, and in in the end, they. I was in, I, I kept learning piano until I was in high school and puberty hit. It hit, it hit me really hard. I have to I say puberty hit me really hard. And I stopped playing the piano. I was not in the piano lessons, even though that I made an appointment with the piano teacher. I used the piano time, the piano lesson time to do other things when I was in uh, high school, first year of high school. So have a have a year later that I was still in puberty and I found out that my life was really empty without music. And that's the moment I thought, oh, I actually, I need this in my life. Um, this is something that I feel like, that makes me feel like that I'm a person. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why at that moment I decided to become a professional pianist in the future mm -hmm. and I came to Vienna to keep studying piano 
actually I started piano again in Vienna. But uh, do you think it's important that you made that decision, that you that you felt it, that you felt that this is what I want to do? Yes, absolutely. Yes, that was the moment I know that, mm-hmm. okay, I'm doing this for my, I w- would want to do this for my whole life or at least the most of my life. And now every once and once a while i still have the i still have the, the 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 craving to quit sometimes of course yeah when yeah. it gets too difficult or when other things get too harsh then i'll start to think maybe if i do something else it would be it would it, it would be easier my life would be easier but actually it's not so I still have to come back to music it's it's like a magnet every time mm. I'm away from it my I became a, another person mm. and I'm back with it I'm back with my instrument I'm back in the routine that I'm practicing I'm doing I'm planning for the future in music then I become me again so yes it's a very very important moment for me back then in the puberty that mm. I first instinct to say okay music is my life and I'm so glad that you are so open and that you're so honest about this because you're saying now that sometimes I feel I just want to quit because it's it's also not an easy life it's not an easy career to be in and you have a lot of pressure not only um pressure to to uh, perform well and to to uh, to do this well but also probably pressure on yourself you know that you have to that you know you have to do it yes absolutely there's a lot of pressure and I'm very honest with myself because I'm somebody who needs to see the reality the reality and planning is very important for me I cannot just go have a random dream and say okay I'm going to be an astronaut oh yeah (laughs) and I cannot I cannot do this for me it has to be step by step I need to see Mm -hmm. what is working what is not and how is it working with me yeah Mm -hmm. and and of course yes and I'm now older so I have to think of more responsibilities now and there are more elements more in my life that I have to take responsibility as an adult that's why I have that I think being honest with myself is always a very important it's also it's always very important for me Mm. yeah but now you are now um, studying to teach piano. Um, and can you see now that you were talking about uh, uh, this stereotypical all Asian children have to play an instrument, but can you see now the value in that? As a professional pianist. Yeah, yeah. Could you see that that maybe it was a good thing that 
that sometimes children are put in the situation where they have to play an instrument? Or do you think it really should come naturally and uh, they have to make the choice? I think from a pedagogy pers perspective, it's not a must to play mm -hmm. an instrument, but um, parents should try to give this, the kids as much as possibilities as they can mm. show them the world, the possibilities in life. There is not only school because I have some students and they do very well in school, but the activities in school is just for them. It's like a routine. Mm -hmm. And if without, uh, without piano or without something else outside of the school, then they will think this is life. This is how, how life would look like, or this is actually how the world would look like. It's so boring for them, even though they actually do well in school, but for them, it's not something that they really want to do. But so I think having the opportunity to learn something or to dedicate yourself into something else outside of the school during, during the childhood or during puberty it's a very very helpful element especially mm -hmm. in puberty time yeah and do you think if more children because now in schools it's not so the focus is not so much on art or art education or music education and do you think that if uh if there's a, a, a switch that you know more that there's more opportunity for playing music or hearing music that this would also then um, bring more music appreciation then and and future audiences for example yes absolutely absolutely that's something that i would 200 agree with mm -hmm. and how do you think this as a as now as you're teaching uh as you're learning to teach um how are you approaching your pupils now or the, the teaching your lessons now? Do you um, work with children that are going, to, that you know that they have the potential or are they just going to do it for the love for music? I approach them by trying to get to know them as a friend or as another human being. I would try to see what are their main interests or what are their interests are and what how their personalities are. Mm -hmm. And for me, being if uh, my student being prof in the uh, being professional, if they want to be professional in the future or not, it's actually not the biggest topic for me in teaching mm -hmm. because I believe that I show them all of the possibilities that they can have in music in in teaching and also for example I would send them always some concerts to go some recommendations for concerts or some tours in museums so they can take a really good look or from my perspective I try my I try my best to 
give them the possibilities to show them possibilities in art so they can develop their own I would say art personality Mm. for me it's the most important thing in teaching and also my wishes for my students Mm. and um, tell me and performing do you do you do um, uh, performing as well yes Yes, every year, every year. I plan my performance. For me, performances are two types. Okay, yeah. One is the things that I plan, that I really pour my heart inside. Mm-hmm. Every every year I have like a couple of months that I have very intensive concerts. And those are the concerts that, I get to play what I want to play and what I want to do in the concerts. And there are the other performances, which are like more of work as a musician, which I also enjoy, but like, these are two things. The one is like, I create really from my heart. Mm. And the other thing is a part of my work, which I also Mm. uh, really enjoy yeah and what is it that you enjoy playing which composer is it that uh, that you the work that you enjoy playing most wow that's a very hard question i would say okay two years ago i would answer you it's mozart it's schubert but this year i would say i enjoy debussy very very oh. yeah and why um back then i love mozart because i really it's something inside his music this very organized but also full of surprises this kind of music it just speaks to me mm. That was two years ago, but now I still I still enjoy playing Mozart. Now this two years, especially last year, I perform very often Debussy, and there is this new, I would say for me, very romantic side of me that I mm-hmm. found Debussy, mm-hmm. And that's something that's just very new for me. It feels very natural for me. Yeah. So how do you um, how do you get to now suddenly feel this music differently? Is it something that changes in your life, or is it sometimes when you learn more about the composer? Um, I think. My love for Debussy started at me learning his compositions by the order of my professor. I really? <laughs> yes. So sometimes it's very, very important to have somebody who yeah. you and kick your ass as to, okay, now do this, do this, yeah. something that you, uh, you're not so familiar with. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very grateful for my professors. They are not this kind of professor which tells you exactly what you should do in music, but they try to guide you 
what you should see in the music or how you how you see it. They build the bridges for you. They will not put the goal in front of you and say, look, you need to be like this. Mm-hmm. They really try to build a bridge for me and they say, look, read this, read that. Maybe you have a new perspective from WC. And who then is your, yeah, who is your professor? Um, my current professor is Tim Alvins, but yeah. I have um, uh, my last professor in the Wagner Conservatorium. Mm. He is Hafez Babashahi. He, uh, he has the most influence on me. Mm. And he's, he never told me something that it's not working. The, I still remember that he tells me very often that I would tell you to do so, but you don't have to listen to me. In the end, you should listen to everybody and have a, have your own version and be confident about your own version. Yeah. So these two professors are very, they're really treasure for me in really? my musical. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's great advice that he gave you because it's true, and you have to be uh, authentic as well, and and. Uh, uh, interpret it the way you are yeah mm-hmm. so now um what is now what is now your wishes for the future my wishes for the future right now yeah. i hope that i hope the biggest topic of course i hope there will be no war in yeah. the world that's actually my biggest wish right now and we get to perform freely. Uh, there will be no restrictions anymore. Of course, mm. in the legal side, no, res- <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, like uh, illegal things. Of course, it's not. It's a big no. But I mean, yeah. musicians, we should not. I hope there should not be any restrictions with performing, like mm. back in the Corona time or. I don't know if yeah. we're still in the corona time. Some countries, they are still suffering a lot from corona. So mm-hmm. I hope there will be no restrictions for everybody mm-hmm. in this so we can back go back to the normal life. So. Yeah. And you and, and on a personal level, where where do you see yourself um going? What what is the dream now for you? The realistic dream. The realistic dream <laughs> as a as a musician. <laughs> Yeah. Um, wow, that's a really big topic. Mm. I hope that I can, as 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 we talked about that being a musician, it's mm. a very stressful job. I'm not saying that other job is not stressful, but being a musician, I think the most stressful part is to how to stay being a musician. Mm. I hope in the future i can still be the musician have the luxury to perform and to teach well and and i hope you keep this personality this sense of humor that you have and uh it's it's lovely to see you uh, always i mean on on social media you like I said, you um, you're really a highlight for me on the stories, <laughs> and I think this is part of your personality, uh, and and you should keep it and treasure it. Thank you very much. Yeah, but now Donna, um, 
just one last question. Tell me where where do you go for coffee in Vienna? Oh, where do I Where's go for your... coffee? <laughs> What do you drink I'm tea? More, um, I'm much more an alcohol person. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where do you go for a drink then? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I drink a lot of coffee also, but I'm not a big coffee lover. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I do have certain standards that I'm asking for when <laughs> it comes to alcohol. Okay. <laughs> I, I love going to, I love the cocktail bar called Das Bestens in the yeah. seventh district. Mm-hmm. But um, I actually, I also don't drink that much alcohol mm-hmm. when it comes to, okay, now it's uh, it's the time to relax, to go out, to go, or to go drink with friends. If I would go out, I would go to Das Bestens. Yeah. One or two cocktails. But normally I stay at home because mm. I have a um, collection of whiskey at home. Okay. <laughs> yes. oh, do, you, do you drink whiskey? Okay. My daughter also, she loves whiskey. So um, oh, really? I've never, yeah, yeah. I've never, I've never had whiskey really. So you come yeah. over, you and your daughter come to come to come to us one time. Yeah. All the whiskey that I collect, oh, amazing. I'm actually very proud of my whiskey collections. Yeah, the collections that we can buy from the supermarket. I yeah. go to the. Um, I I like to go to some mark, uh, like for example, a fish marks where mm-hmm. are the small productions. Uh, presents themselves who are uh, and I like to go to their like their regions to buy the whiskey which amazing is purchased in in supermarket so that's why I like to drink at home (laughs) but amazing that you do that and that you collect that it's uh it's very interesting now I would love to come and and taste uh, come for a whiskey tasting Yes, Adana. please. I'll open. I'll open even new bottles for you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. But um, have a lovely afternoon, and thank you so much for your time. You too. Thank you for having me, and thank you for the invitation. Okay, and we'll see each other over a whiskey then. Yes, definitely. Okay. <laughs> okay, Donna. Bye. Nice afternoon. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.